So welcome to the show, Francie, and thank you so much for making time. We appreciate you being here and can't wait to dig a little bit into the story that you have. Thank you, Ferris. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. So Francie, I mean, having known what you've been doing for years and always just fascinated by how you started, where you are now and where you want to go next. So if you want to give mm -hmm. a little bit about how, what, what is Francie's background initially and how did you start mm -hmm. this business and what you've been doing and where are you going next? Right. So my background is in labor and industrial relations, but that goes back a long time. Uh, and after college, I, um, I did a year of volunteer work and then I worked in training and development for disadvantaged populations. Um, and after a few years, my dad approached me. He saw the number of contract workers that were being utilized at GM and thought that was a great business to pursue as a second business. He was the manufacturer's rep um, and asked if I wanted to do it. So it, it literally was a situation of, if you wanna do this, there's, I'm gonna date myself, but there's the wooden desk, there's like the pens and pencils and there's the yellow pages, like go. It, and that's exactly what happened. He had a few um, contacts with a cheer one, a couple of cheer one suppliers that were helpful in the initial stages. And um, we built from there and we, that was in 1989. So it's been a long journey. Wow. I and mean, what a big jump, right? I'm assuming you left a study paying job to do this. And uh... I did. I did. I took a pay cut. I took a pay cut. Let's just say that. <laughs> a small one, I'm sure. <laughs> just a kidding. Small, I'm sure a small point. one to get started. Yeah. Yeah. I also, I also people, it's a small one. It's this big. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That's fascinating. And you started with one, but if I remember, you had like three locations, you had all kinds of stuff going on. So walk me through that, you know, the starting point with that wooden desk to how did you get to the three locations? And sure. I remember you also had different industries. You started with maybe automotive, but right. if I remember you also had a medical side and you had all kinds yeah. of other things. So I'd love to hear a little bit about that, Francis. Right. right. Well, um, we started out in the professional a technical arena in placing people direct in contract. Um, and it was the direct placement at that time that really kept our doors open for the first three years. It was also a recession. Um, and once we knew we wanted to continue forward after that point, we knew that we needed to diversify in the types of people that we were providing and the types of customers we were working with because we did start out largely automotive. So then we diversified first into the administrative clerical world um, and placed in just a wide variety of industries. Uh, and then we wanted to really grow. At that point, we were still one location. Um, and so we decided to pursue the world of um, manufacturing and light industrial. Um, and as anyone who's been down this road knows that that sort of like takes over your world a bit once you step into that. But we knew that we needed to have the volume. We knew that we needed to have the diverse types of employees and we knew that we needed to have different types of staffing solutions, placement opportunities, direct contract, temporary, whatever it may be. Um, so we're, 
we're located, our headquarters was located on the east side, still is. We opened a Livonia office. At one time, we had an office in, in Lansing. Um, and we grew to about $23 million in sales. Um, and then in 2009, um, we were one of the last people to be affected, but our largest customer um, was not an man automotive manufacturer and went bankrupt. And so we basically started over um, in 2010. Um, so 11 years ago, and, and honestly, it's taken that period of time to really rebuild in, in every area financially, you know, the types of work that we do. Um, and, uh, you know, we've done well, but I feel like in the last three years, we're finally like in a good place where all the pieces are, you know, firmly back together and maybe better than we were in the past. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, fortunately and unfortunately, I think with COVID, I think there'll be more demand for, you know, staffing solutions per se. And I'm sure you're seeing that and it probably could be a pain point for you today, but I'm hoping it uh, becomes a, a good uh, challenge to solve. Well, the fun part of it right now and the part that I love and we love, I guess, as a company, it's like what we do best is that, you know, COVID has forced us to, to truly, truly collaborate with our customers in terms of like, how do we do this together? How do we solve your problems together? Because that whole slogan of we are all in this together, it really, I know like it sounds trite, but it, it is so true. And I, we've always partnered well, but we've never partnered to this level. And to me that like, I love that. That's my passion, you know, is we get to sit down at the table and um, talk about making it happen and how are we going to do it? And who's going to do what? <laughs> Yeah, well, Francie, I think that's part of that. You're such a candid person with your conversation that I'm sure that usually helps to keep the conversation honest and open. And right. COVID um, being a natural force probably forced maybe some of your clients to do that with you. So that's awesome to hear. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much to unfold with you. I don't even know <laughs> if, it, uh, if this is fair to do it in five or 10 minutes. I usually do. So we're going to take a short break and we're going to come back and continue the conversation. Thank you so much, Francie. Okay, thank you. All right, welcome back. So my, you know, one of the things I love to fold is when you went down in 2008, and I always feel entrepreneurship is a roller coaster. And mm -hmm. sometimes you're high and low at the same moment. <laughs> so true. So walk me through like what went through your mind? You oh. know, what did you what you know, because sometimes you'll say like option B, option C or something else. And and my mind, see, knowing you, Francie, I don't think you had that in your head. You probably just mm -hmm. thought, I'm gonna make this work. So I'd love to hear just a little bit of that unfolding for the listeners to see what do you do when things go in the different directions that you planned it. Right. Um, well, I think the most important thing is that if you've been doing it for a while, you know that your emotional resilience um, and your ability to stay steady and focused on in, in really truly difficult times in very small increments of time that you know you're in there for the long term but you measure things and you gear yourself to, you know, one month at a time, 
three months at a time. And then you start building six months at a time because I mean, you know, at that point we were really starting from nothing again. And so I really felt like if I could just perseverance, if I could just hang in there longer than someone else um, and do it because I, I know what I want, who I want to be, what I want my company to be, you know, what I want to do. Um, it, I don't know, it, it helped, you know, it helped get through it. And the other thing that helped get through it is that, you know, my business is a business that involves teams of people, you know, not professional services, independent or, and that communication with the people around you constantly in where we at, being honest, being transparent, um, and reinforcing where it is we're going, what it is we need to do, um, is what I think got us through. Because I certainly didn't do it alone. Um, it's having the having the people around me believe in the fact that we could we could come back, we could do it. It could rise up. I mean, I love what you said. I think that's really resilience that's hard, right? Looking mm -hmm. at a day to day or a month at a time, knowing that there's a long-term vision, but making steps on day-to-day -day activities so you could move an inch further every day. That's sure. to me like real resilience. And one of the programs that we actually developed during COVID was a resilient entrepreneur program based on exactly your teachings and your that's thoughts. Awesome. I mean, you you did this naturally because you, this is what you do. But many people probably don't know that that's what you should be doing when those things happen. Right. And a support system. And I'm sure that's part of your program. And it's so great that you're doing that because it's, it's unexpected and it's not necessarily, it's a muscle that you, that you can build if it doesn't come naturally, but also knowing that, you know, you have other people around you because it's lonely. It's very lonely. Yeah. <laughs> and if you don't build a support system or talk to other people who can understand you, I mean, it's, it's a, it'll be a dark journey at times. Yeah. Also people, you can't go home and tell your significant other, uh, I have no paycheck this week. Right. <laughs> it's a different right. place to say that. And then, exactly. you could, uh, and then figure it out how to keep home safe per se. And, uh, and at least uh, no challenges there. That's right. fabulous. I mean, you personally have known this, that you need a village or you need a tribe. As a matter of fact, you started yet another business. If I, you know, if I mm -hmm. can unfold that as well. Sure. So walk us through what, in, what inspired you to do this new venture that you started and you continue to grow as well and right. where you go with it. Yeah. With the coaching business. Um, well, I think honestly, the whole reason that I have a business to start is because I, I love mentoring and I love um, helping people see their strengths. And um, so getting back into that one-on-one -on -one or small group type situation where I'm able to give back and to help other people sort of get out of their own way or see themselves in a different light is what is to me the most inspiring, you know, the most inspiring part of everything that I do. It's just, it's about the people, you know, that um, you see grow around you or that you share growth with. So, so the coaching business is um, something that I, it's my, my passion at, at this point. I love my, 
you know, my staffing business, but the coaching is what really lights me up. And that that's my next chapter. I mean, the business will continue and, but the coaching is what I know I want to develop when I have time to do more of that. Well, I mean, <laughs> or make it a priority, I guess, make it a priority. Well, I mean, uh, your business, uh, the staffing from my perspective is more of a, I'm going to call it, it's a business now where before it was a startup, and yeah. once you have a systems in place, it's easier for you to start transitioning to other ventures that you could explore because now you have the people and the, and the systems in place to make it work. Sure. So you got to check on it and then hopefully it'll allow you to free up some of your time to develop other things. Because once you okay. develop one, as you know, the skills that you train your muscles on could help you develop second and a third and a fourth and fifth and so on and so forth. And right. I think it's already shared that with your dad in a way, right? Once he had one business, so another opportunity. Exactly. So that muscle was already working to say, exactly. another I can't do it alone. Can you do it? And yeah. it's really amazing to listen to and hear. Yeah, it's a great Listen, point. Yeah. We could keep you here all day. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you have to run. I want to just say thank you so much yeah. for being with us. Oh, if, there, if you were to say to an aspiring entrepreneur today one word, what would you tell them? Perseverance. My, I was struggling between vision and perseverance, but I would say perseverance. Yeah, I think you, I love what you said that if you could just last one more day, that to me said a lot of things that I hope a lot of entrepreneurs could listen to. Because sometimes, unfortunately, you just have to go day by day. You can't plan that long. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, just hang in there. Thank you so much, Francie. Talk Thank to you. you. Thanks. Take care. Bye.